Warning. Animated context contains spoilers, explicit language, and general tomfoolery. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic, and you should not take their opinions as such. Listen at your own discretion, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I've survived this far! And we'll see how far you can go. (laughs) I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Now, Remington, this is the part of the show where I usually lead into the concept or anime that we're talking about. I give you some kind of preface or a bit of a story to kind of get you in the mood to analyze some anime of course we're not doing that today oh good day jolly day happy day for me yeah because today we're technically not going to be watching an anime oh no today what we're going to do we're going to look back on our 24 episodes that we have done so far and look forward into what we hope that this show will become so consider this a bit of a special episode as it were A chance for us to reminisce on what we've done, what we've seen, and where we are going. Whether that's for our future plans, new products, things like that. And we have quite a few exciting updates and news, but we'll leave those towards the end so you can anticipate what we're going to say, what news we could possibly have. Exactly. We've got to give you some enticement to stay with us. Otherwise, you'll just stop listening and leave us to our torturement. And we don't want to be alone. We're very lonely people. (laughs) Remington is not the best of companions, I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) So, what we are going to do is, Remington, we've watched a grand total of 23 anime over 24 episodes, and what I'd like to hear from you is your rankings of those anime. Oh, yes. I am completely new to anime throughout this podcast. I've learned a whole lot, and so I've been asked to create a list of the 23 that we have watched and rank them properly, and this was very difficult, Sean. I can only imagine, because you're opinions of what is good and what is bad is needless to say a little controversial yeah it's it's a bit unorthodox and when i was making this list it was a bit difficult to figure out what criteria i should use and so so everybody knows the criteria that i'm using to rank this list is it is better if i want to see more of it that is the ranking that is the criteria it's not about which one is better done it's not even about necessarily which one i liked more but what would i like to see more of so basically this is you covering your butt and making sure that though there will be a lot of hatred geared towards you it won't be as much oh yeah yeah but first things first remington let's start at the bottom because i already know what you're going to put at the bottom and you're about to piss off a large number of people all right this one has been at the bottom since i watched it i hate it it's the most boring thing i don't want to see any more of it that would be in the 23rd spot fist of the north star yep yep the macho manly bodily exploding shonen anime of the 80s it's all shonen no substance 
it was the most boring anime that we watched. And at the end of the day, if I'm hurting, at least I feel something. But this just took the life out of me. And that it did. So much so that one of our close friends actually <laughs> has a bit of a grudge with you now. <laughs> we, we have a friend who's all in on the shonen, which means that... He and I have some mild disagreements. And the best part is, he is twice Remington's size, so the intimidation factor is there. Fortunately, I do not think that my next one will get me into as much trouble. Whereas, if I hate Shonen, big angry guys get angry at me. If I hate incest, that's still okay, because the next one, 22nd spot, is Oremo. Really? Oremo? Oh yeah, Oremo, you, you had the whole sibling romance weirdness, I hated everything about it, it made me viscerally uncomfortable, it is not at all okay. Not okay, but they're just brother and sister. What's the worst thing that could possibly happen from that kind of relationship? Oh, I hate everything about it. It's a dating sim gone wrong all the way since episode six. It has been my least favorite show. The only reason Fist of the North Stars below it is because it was so boring, but this one I hated the most. That is perfectly understandable, and I will take a note of that for later. <laughs> <laughs> then we have our 21st spot. 21st spot, I don't know why I've seen so much of this around ever since you showed it to me. I hate it, wouldn't want to see any more. Kurokono Basket! <laughs> well, Remington, I told you when we did the episode, it is one of the more popular sports anime out there. Which blows my mind, since we have, since we have done that episode, I've seen it everywhere, and I hate that so much because it's a terrible show in so many ways. It's a god-awful show, it's not an entertaining premise, all the characters are bad, it has little to no redeeming qualities. And there are plenty of fangirls who will argue about that till the day they die. That's fine. They can disagree. <laughs> You'll take on those fangirls head on. Oh yeah, I, I feel like I can take most anime fangirls in a fight, probably. We'll see. <laughs> that experiment will happen soon enough. Then we get to our number 20 on the list. Uh, number 20, this one is quite popular. And so, this is going to be mildly controversial that it's so low. But I'm okay with that. Because yet again, I don't like Shonen. I especially don't like Shonen without substance. And it doesn't matter if they're in a gigantic robot. Gundam Seed is 20. Oh god, we are going to be killed! <laughs> Shonen fans are just slowly dying, and I would like to apologize to all of them. They're lighting their torches, they're sharpening the pitchforks, I see a couple hangman noose being set up, and is that a crucifix? I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like Shonen. Gundam Seed didn't have much going for it. I wouldn't like to revisit because it wasn't fun. It, it, I didn't enjoy myself. I didn't even love to hate it. It's just bad. Well, you like the little flappy flappy orb things. Yeah, I don't even like that I liked the flappy flappy orb things. Those things, I wanted to hate them and I thought I hated them, but then they were cute. But even their Moe cannot win me over in Gundam Sea. Alright, what about slot number 19, my friend? Slot number 19, we have Ore Monogatari! Oh, what a surprise! My love story where you got that big giant obnoxious oaf with those horrendous lips in this weird romance and his best friend is the only good thing about it it sucked the life out of me no never want to see it again 
Oh man, and the funny thing is, the most flack you've gotten from our show has been about Ore Monogatari. Which blows my mind! <laughs> like, the fact that people love Ore Monogatari! And out of all of my opinions, that's the one we've gotten the most feedback about! What in the world? People love their big sappy love stories, man. It's terrible, though. It's so bad. Well, I suppose that's a matter of perspective, Remington. Oh, let's move on to number 18. We're moving a little higher on the list, but we're still in the abyss. And you'll know that we're in the abyss because this is now a digital abyss. We're doing Sword Art Online. Ah, Sword Art Online. The anime that everybody loves to bash and hate on. Unless you are still a fan of it, which case... Good for you, I guess? I feel like fortunately, even though this one is popular, most people recognize that it's pretty bad and it's in the abyss, but there are times where you can sort of make fun of it and mildly enjoy yourself. So it's a little higher up, but that still doesn't redeem it. So even though it might be a bit fun to make fun of when you watch it, it's still not fun enough to watch it. Oh, but do I love to hate on it, and we'll have to talk more about that another time. I would rather not. You don't get a choice in the matter. Oh, uh, see, it's interesting that you bring up talking about it another time, because number 17, you imposed directly that on me. Number 17, the only anime we have revisited, Rosario Vampire. I'm surprised it's that high on the list, honestly. Oh, I was too. I thought it was going to be much lower, but all of the ones below it, uh, we, we were interacting with some people at a big old convention, Fanex, right? And one, one person that we were talking to, they argued vehemently that Rosario Vampire was an enjoyable, self-aware anime. And maybe that's why it's so high. I still strongly disagree, but he seemed like he knew what he was talking about. So maybe I'm just confused. I'll be honest, that single person bumped it up a couple rankings just for me to maybe reconsider, but not too much. Just a nice little bit of an argument to make you have a slightly better opinion. <laughs> yeah, so instead of 20, it's at 17. What an honor. Uh-huh. Then, uh, Sean, things are about to get... Controversial? controversial. Oh, no. I think I know it's coming, and I'm going to hate myself for it. So, the next one, I want to point out that due to the criteria of the list, what would I like to see more of, it does have a fundamental bias against this single anime. And I'm not a fan of it. I wouldn't want to rewatch it again. But the fact that it's a movie makes it even worse on this list. My number 16 is Spirited Away. Oh, boy. <laughs> For many people, this would be the top of their list out of all of the things we've seen. Uh, no, definitely not. It's, yeah. it's in that lower fourth. <laughs> I am starting the process of filling out my will. <laughs> all of my goodly possessions will be left to the fellow who did our voiceover, Dylan Kreider. Hey, great guy, great guy. Love him to death. Thanks for uh, the voiceovers. <laughs> yeah, they were great. Uh, shame it's what got us killed, though. <laughs> Spirited away, I wanted to enjoy it. It just, it was so well done. So well done. Magnificent art piece. I didn't like it. And yeah. I definitely wouldn't want to rewatch it ever. Oh, good. <laughs> Next one is a bit less controversial. Extremely well-liked, but a lot of people yet again know that it's trash. And that one is Fairy Tale. 
we're back to the super popular shonen. I didn't like Fairy Tale, wouldn't want to see more of it. Yeah, Fairy Tale is a very interesting thing for me, especially, uh, because as some of you are well aware, I grew up loving Fairy Tale. And now that I'm a grown person and I look back on it, I think, oh my god, I was a fool. But there is a new season coming out, and I'm probably going to watch it anyways because oh, no. I am trash. <laughs> I am a horrible human being. And even though I already know how it ends, which is disappointing, by the way, <laughs> I'm still probably going to watch it because, goddammit, I'm shown in trash. I can't help you it. You see, and, and your pain when watching the anime is probably the reason why it's in the 15th spot, and it's so high over many of the others, because it was abominable. But this one was really enjoyable to tease you about and just to make fun of and rip to shreds. Otherwise, it would be significantly lower. So I would like to see a little bit more of this, but only under very certain circumstances and only because it is so awful. Basically because you want to see me in pain to counteract some of the pain you've experienced. Is that what I'm getting? Oh, yeah. Uh, now, when we get to number 14, this one may be the most controversial on the list. It's in the bottom half, and I actually had to negotiate it up further on the list, talking with myself, a little bit because I knew people were going to be really, really mad. Oh, no. As I've already mentioned, I'm not a fan of Shonen. Oh, no. This Shonen did not capture me, but it is one of the single most popular Shonen out there. Oh, God, please don't say it. Number 14 is Cowboy Bebop. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. No, yeah. no, no. It's oh. just, it's in the bottom half. I, it didn't capture me. Looking back, it's just not something that I remember super fondly, nor would like to see more of. Oh, God. I knew it was going to be bad. <laughs> I, I knew it was going to be painful. I understood that I was putting my life on the line <laughs> for the sake of an internet podcast. And at this point... It's forfeit. Like, I I can't sleep peacefully anymore. I'm going to have to sleep with a gun under my bed. It's just going to be the worst. Don't worry, Sean. We're almost to the ones that I would reluctantly watch more of. Relu the Cowboy Bebop isn't even the reluctant Oh, Cowboy? no. I, w I would not in any circumstance want to watch Cowboy Bebop. I would not want it. <laughs> That's in the do not want category. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's next then, Remington? What what else are you going to uh, sign our death warrants with? 13. I've been told that it gets better. And that's the reason why it's higher up on the list. Because it was really emphasized it gets better. People even sent emails saying it gets better. So even though I still don't want to see any more of it, it is in that 13th spot only because people said it gets better. 13 is love, Junibio, and other delusions. Yes, yes. This was actually probably the most differing our opinions have ever been on an anime. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I personally love it, but that's just because I'm a sucker for cutesy little romance stories and a little bit of cringe comedy mixed in for good flavor. Oh, yeah. But you had a differing opinion saying that it just wasn't enough for you. Yes, it didn't go the directions I wanted to. It, it lacked that charm that I was real that I was really looking for and that the title has in spades. The title is amazing. I wish a different anime had this title, but 
this has been the most disappointed I ever was on this podcast because I was so hyped in the first half of this episode, but that came crumbling down when we actually watched it. And here I sit, enjoying that anime till the day I die because it's got a cutesy little obnoxious, uh, you know, Chunibyo girl that doesn't really know what she's doing, but at the same time, kind of does. I was okay, but it just didn't work for me. But one thing that can be said of it is, even though it was romantic, it didn't decide to have any fan service. It's well known I'm not a fan of fan service. And this next anime is exclusively fan service. I'm amazed you're putting this one higher, honestly. As am I. Number 12 is Kill la Kill. <laughs> the only reason Kill la Kill, which is just look how sexy I am, the magical girl anime, is this high is because it did have potential. It had some good qualities. It just wasted and diluted them. And so, looking back, what I want to see more, I might and hope that maybe it gets better, but it is still the one that rounds out the bottom half of the list. Oh dear, and I will always argue for Kill a Kill's sake because I personally am a big fan of the show because I love Trigger animations and, uh, well, Trigger is a very soft spot in my heart. It had a good art style, or maybe just a unique art style. I don't even know if it was good. It was just different, but it had potential, and that's the reason why it's in number 12. And now, as we reach to number 11, we're starting to sort of enter the ones I would reluctantly or very circumstantially want to watch more of. You say half. You've gone over half. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Number 11 is the worst anime on this. Easily the single worst anime on this list by any objective criteria. Yep, that is definitely the case. Number 11 is Forest Fairy 5. <laughs> uh... <laughs> now just take a moment and uh, really, really breathe it in that I'm ranking Forest Fairy 5 higher than everything I've mentioned so far. You know what? It hurts me deeply, actually. I am considering just jumping out my window at this point. It was so bad that it was entertaining, and it wasn't the best so bad it's good type thing. Maybe it would have been higher if it was. But if this was on in the background where I'm playing it with friends, then it could be enjoyable. And so for that reason, I would very circumstantially watch this in the right conditions. I, yeah, and those conditions be, don't watch it alone or else you might have some very dark and scary thoughts. Because <laughs> I sure did. Oh, it's atrocious in the best way. If you love So Bad It's Good Things, Forest Fairy 5 will be perfect for you. But once again, it is just the worst thing. From the PowerPoint style of things, to the awkward but realistic charming dialogue, to the janky animations from every frame. It wasn't good, but oh man, do I remember it fondly. Uh, the lens flare is what always sticks in my mind. <laughs> See, I almost ranked it higher, but I, I thought that because it's so bad, it can't make it in the top 10. So now we've reached the top 10, which would normally be an accolade. But with anime, it's still not quite. These ones, I, I almost 
like i wouldn't go out and search to watch them but if you invited me to watch them i'd consider it okay in the number 10 spot is love live you know i wasn't expecting this but at the same time i kind of was because you are a moe piece of trash it is solely because the last episode of Love Live we saw was all about Nico. And Nico is the best part of Love Live. They're all trying to form a pop group. The nine girls, only three of them are good, but one of them is great. And the only reason I would want to watch more of this is because of Nico. Yeah. Yeah, you do have a bit of a weird obsession with her at this She's point. so good. She's the entertainment value of the show. She embodies everything great about that show. Nico, Nico, ni. Horrible, but continue. <laughs> Horrible in the best way, Sean. So, do I love Love Live? No. But do I love Nico? Hell yes. Oh, goodness. Controversy after controversy, this show has enlightened me to your personality, <laughs> As we get to number nine, I wasn't sure if I should put number nine on the list at all, Sean. At all? What at do you mean? At all. I mean, we're literally ranking all the anime you've seen. Oh, God, you're talking about Ruby. <laughs> there you go. It's not an anime. It is, though. It's not Japanese. <laughs> If it looks like anime, smells like anime, and tastes like anime, it's probably anime. So it's wannabe anime, but nonetheless, I'm putting it in that number nine spot because it showed a lot of potential, it had strong main characters, and even though it had major setbacks, it seems like the kind of project to make a significant amount of progress every single episode and every season that it continues. So I'd be more willing to watch it more because it shows that it has those great elements and the terrible elements it has can be fixed. So that would be my hope for that one. Still not great, but it's in that, once again, potential category. It also helps that Ruby has half-length half length episodes, as it were. Oh, that helps so much, you have no idea. Yep, but yeah, Ruby, number nine, all right, cool, cool. And then the next two were really hard. Oh, goodness. They were extremely hard. I knew generally where they were going to go on the list, but which one was going to be above the other was tough because they're very similar and each of them has things the other doesn't. My number eight spot, Sweetness and Lightning. Really? Number eight is Sweetness and Lightning. Yep, super adorable, really charming, had some great qualities and yet again, some not so great qualities. But we finally entered into the category where if somebody invited me to watch Sweetness and Lightning, I would access. I probably wouldn't watch it by myself, but if somebody asked me to, then I'd be totally willing. Sweetness and Lightning is just too good for this world. Oh, it's so cute and innocent, and I do have a lot of very fond feelings about it. As you should, because you somewhat understand the difference between right and wrong. <laughs> the more we talk about this, the more I'm questioning it, but hey, that's the podcast. But obviously, if I was comparing and contrasting to anime, and Sweetness and Lightning was number eight, then that means number seven has to be Hamoto Umaru-chan. Yep, and I hate that you rank this above Sweetness and Lightning. It was such a difficult decision because both of them are super adorable, super charming. I ultimately chose Umaru-chan because I think that it's a little more well thought out. And even though the characters aren't quite as good, I like 
the general execution of it a lot more. So, it was tough, but in the battle of the adorable Moe, Umaru-chan won it out for me. You Moe piece of trash. You... Literally, Sweetness and Lightning has everything that a Moe piece of trash should love, yet you still rank Umaru-chan higher, and I hate it so much. I hate... <laughs> I hate that you rate it that much higher. I hate that this is as popular as it is. I'm just genuinely upset. Well, you hate Umaru-chan, and I understand, Sean. That's fine. But it's an amazing anime. If you like clever and stupid and adorable and unique and charming, Umaru-chan is for you. You also just described yourself, Remington. <laughs> accurate. Very, very accurate. All right, in number six... This one should come as no surprise to anybody. Some people are going to argue that it's still too low, but we're starting to enter the ones that I genuinely enjoy. Number six is Full Metal Alchemist. Brotherhood, of course. Brotherhood, of course, yes. <laughs> you do have to make that distinction because there are two separate series. It's all the same to me, I say, as I haven't seen one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, what do you like about that one? It was very well thought out. It had great characters. It had an interesting plot. It delivered what I wanted it to. If all shonen were like Full Metal Alchemist, then maybe I would enjoy shonen more because it captured it well. It had great action, but it didn't use that as a crutch by any means. It also had good characters, good stories, and it had some drawbacks, which I wasn't too much of a fan of. But ultimately, this one ranks very highly considering it is a very prototypical shonen because it's not just a shonen. It's a story about trials, tribulations, and of course, you know, magic and shit, that's important. <laughs> <laughs> and as we enter my top five, these five I would all be willing to watch myself. These are the five that, we, even without the podcast, if we stopped the podcast, these are the ones I would go back to. Wow, out of 23, only five of them, eh? And, and one of them, as we're about to get to, is one that I already loved. That's Death Note. <laughs> Death Note, a very classic anime for just about anybody who's even heard of anime. This one probably would be even higher if I hadn't already seen it, but due to the fact that I've seen it, it ranks a little bit lower on what I like to see more of it. I mean, sure, I've forgotten a lot, so it's still up there, and I would love to see more Death Note and have that nostalgia. I think it's a great show, very well done, totally in line with what I enjoy, but I couldn't put it higher because I've seen it already. Yeah, but you gotta remember the most important thing about Death Note. It is the best anime to eat potato chips with. Oh, well, of course. If you're eating potato chips and or are a complete edgelord, this is the anime for you. <laughs> All right. Number four, Remington. I'm excited. I'm curious. Number four. We're hitting the top four. These are the big hitters now. Number four, Toradora. Yeah, it is. That's, this one was one of your favorites that you've shown me. You were super hyped about it in the first half of the episode. And for good reason. It's a very well done high school romance style anime. Yeah, of course. And it has one of the best cinderays around. Oh, for sure. This one, I would love 
to revisit. It's interesting because we did this one so long ago. It was episode five? Five, yeah. And even though I've forgotten a whole lot about it, the feelings that it left me with are still there. So I'd be super excited to revisit this one and watch more of it because it was so well done. It captured emotions well, and it didn't always do the stereotypical or obvious thing. And so because it tread its own path in such a cliche genre, it's ranked my number four spot. Understandable. And let's just say the comedy was just... So good. Oh, it, very well done, comedy. And with comedy, number three, we've hit the big time, my top three. Number three is the single funniest anime that we have done on this entire podcast, Watamote. Oh my god, this anime is hilarious, and oh my god, does it hurt to watch? Oh, it's so cringy and humorous, and it has such great details. This one is the most recent one in the high ranks, and I wasn't sure if it was going to make it this high, but it is in that number three spot for good reason, because I have not laughed that hard when watching any of the other anime. Yeah, no, it does cringe comedy to the 11th degree, and it is quite frankly impressive how well the cringe comedy is done. It's so cringy, in fact, that I wouldn't be surprised if they actually just followed a edgy high schooler around and recorded <laughs> their thoughts. It does so well in displaying things accurately, both with the actual truth and the emotional truth of the matter. It's well done on every single front, and for all those reasons, it's a well-deserved third place. And of course, sexuality is handled very well in it. But it's the only anime that's been quite sexual that's handled it so well. But of course, it's going to be painful to watch either way. But yeah, good number three. Now, what's number two? Uh, this one was so difficult for me. If you're a long-time listener, you know what the top two are by now, or if you've been paying attention to the rest of the list. They're very similar, but it was super difficult for me to decide between them. I've been flip-flopping this whole time, but my number two is going to Mirai Nikki. Mmm, Mirai Nikki, everybody's favorite yandere. The anime that really put forth the craziness of yandere's and started a whole new fetish based around it. Oh, it is just such a strong premise for an anime. Such wildly interesting characters. The main character is the biggest flaw in this, but nearly everything else, it executes wildly successful. Yes. And we don't watch the show for Yuki. Oh no, Yuki, the main character, he he was one of the OG bland bitch protagonists. Just one of the blandest of any of the male protagonists that we've touched upon. But we watch it for you know. Oh, you know, she's extremely crazy. She's a psychopath. She's ready to burn the world down in the name of crazy love. And that's an entertaining dynamic. And all of the side characters from the deluded superhero to a crazy explosive chick. It was so great to watch and look back on. All the way back to episode three, Mirai Nikki is taking that number two spot. So that means your number one is the one I predicted you would have as your number one slot. Because I know you well enough that I knew it had to be one of those two, but the objectively right answer. Number one, it took me by surprise just as it did in its episodes, Madoka Magica, so good, now, so good. And without going into too many spoilers, because 
honestly, it's one of those shows that you just have to watch. Watch? I really wish, especially because it's my number one, that I could explain more. But it's one of those you just want to start watching. Please just watch it. Trust me on this. If it seems like anything that's mildly your cup of tea, go for it. It was extremely impressive with the characters, with the ideas, with the execution, with the art style. This is the one more than any other one that I would like to revisit, watch again, and watch further. And I'm sure we will at some point. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, watch at least the first three episodes. That is all you will need to know if you will like it or not, or if it's not your cup of tea. But I'm going to tell you right now, you're probably going to like it. So well done. And ultimately, that is my list from Fist of the North Star to Madoka Magica. Sean, what, what are your thoughts on my list? I feel like we're going to be horribly murdered. <laughs> I, I learned from the best, Sean! <laughs> <laughs> Is this your way of getting revenge against me for all the bad anime? You taught me all the anime I know, and this is how I feel about them. <laughs> and that feeling is gonna get us both killed. <laughs> and if you're interested in getting us killed, or just seeing what we actually look like and what we are in person, we actually have secured a panel at our local anime convention. Yes, very exciting. Sean decided that he was going to just take me to an anime convention, Anime Bonsai, and I'll be honest, bit terrified, especially because then he decided to inform me, not only are we attending, we are going to be hosting a panel and a live show. Yeah, uh, I thought, you know, why not? Uh, there was the button to say, hey, do you want a panel at this show? I'm like, hmm, I wonder what that would be like. And of course, it actually happened, which blows my mind. I'm just, just listeners, 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 listen in close. Me, Remington Chase, I'm going not only to an anime convention, but I am hosting a panel at an anime convention. This seems like a recipe for disaster if I ever saw one. I think it'll go swell. Nonetheless, we are going to be hosting a panel at Anime Bonsai. What are the details? So Anime Bonsai is Utah's local... A uh, big anime convention up at the Davis Conference Center in Layton. If you're interested at all at seeing us, come to the convention and we will be performing our panel Sunday the 21st of October at about 4 o'clock. And if you happen to be going to Anime Bonsai, then send us an email. We would love to see you guys. We'd love to talk to you. I'm sure that you have a lot of things to say about my opinions on some anime that you probably adored. It would be great to see some of you guys face to face. And then even further, just when it comes to interacting with you guys, your response to our podcast has been so incredible. We were expecting overwhelmingly negative responses because if we're being honest a lot of anime fans are uh a bit hostile yeah a little bit uh salty and we've gotten disagreement for sure and a couple of angry emails but overwhelmingly your guys's support has been so positive so kind so generous and we cannot thank you guys enough but 
Even with all that feedback, we want to take that feedback. We want to continue progressing. We want to continue becoming better. And so we have a lot of exciting plans up ahead from new art to higher quality microphones, higher quality editing, just the whole shebang. We want to go all in. Yeah, we're really enjoying this whole process. And even though Remington hates the self-torture that he goes through, he does enjoy the final result. <laughs> I, I don't enjoy anime, but I really enjoy our listeners. So essentially it's Stockholm Syndrome with you guys. That's, that's what it is. And I love that fact. Much like Beauty and the Beast, this is a tale as old as time. <laughs> I couldn't remember the phrase. There you go. <laughs> but truly, we'd like to thank you guys so much and keep sending those recommendations, especially send some recommendations in for anime you'd like us to visit, things you would like us to try or change. If you have any ideas for us, then send them over our way. We have a lot of exciting things planned and we hope that they end up just as cool as we're hoping they are. And with that being said and done, Remington, do you want to go watch some more anime with me? You know what, Sean? You have shown me depths lower than I could have ever imagined. You have thrown everything you've had at me. You have made me feel unimaginable pain. And with all that in mind, yes, I would. Let's get right to it then. Thank you so much again for tuning in. We really appreciate it. This special kind of episode won't be an everyday kind of thing. It might just be once every block of 25, once every block of 50, we don't know. But if you enjoyed listening to this or just our other content, feel free to drop a review on whatever platform you listen on, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, anything really, or just spread the love by word of mouth. That is the best way for any IP to grow. And if you would like to contact us directly for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, please send an email over onto animeoutofcontext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and let's see if we can get another 25 episodes in, eh?